So, what mm. pop star would you like to be marooned with? Uh, Goldfrap. Yeah. And and then we'll have Pretty good a, shout. And then we'll have um, Madonna's Die Another Day play <laughs> uh, at the beginning of her movie. See how she likes it. I don't know who I'm getting at here. I, I'm not sure either. But no. would Goldfrap, uh, the various members of two, yeah. three, some, um, one, two, three, she, she is it a one? I have no is idea. A, mate. Is it a, no, a I wanna. think it's. I think it's more than one. I think but, it might uh, be an electronic duo. Yeah. But because it's a lady at the front, it's just she's Goldfrap now. If I had to narrow it down, I would heavily suspect that Goldfrap are an English electronic music duo from London formed in 1999 consisting of Alison Goldfrap and Will Gregory on synthesizers. Citation might be needed, mate. Maybe. Mm. But that's just off the dome. I will say, though, Alison Goldfrap just based on the image I'm looking um, mm. at here, the framed picture I have on the wall here, um, not entirely un-Madonna-esque. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what Guy Ritchie sort of heard in the heard in the music there. What he had the in co- his fucking head when he did this. He had the, right. call of, the call of his beloved. We're talking about Revolver now. Yep, that's right. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Revolver, son. It's Michael Gambon. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same man. Matthew Vaughan and what's-his-name are the same fucking man. Convince me otherwise. Oh, here comes the intro. Ah. Ah. Podcast that does what you need doing to you. Yeah. Don't you like it? No. Uh, I'm Paul Seppi. I do want to dance with people I don't like. We are celebrating, I guess, the release of Argyle, the film that Woo. everyone can't wait to be out so that we can stop seeing the fucking trailer for it. Yeah. God, it's so good, man. The look of it, mate. I love it. Ah, uh, I love the way it looks and is. <laughs> but we are also trying to cross off some of the infamously worst films of all time. Mm. So, rather than a Matthew Vaughan-directed flop, you got, easy, you got off easy, Golden Circle. Uh, we are instead looking back at the days, the halcyon days, when Matthew Vaughan was just Guy Ritchie's butt boy. And by that, I mean producer. His, his producer? His, his, his producer, financier? Yeah. Yes, he produced all of his early films, um, including his third film, After Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, and after Snatch, yeah. it's bloody swept away. Swept another way. Swept another way. In the playground of the rich, it was his job. My name is Giuseppe. Pepe for short. Would you show my wife the gym? Wait here. Your gym, madam. It was her rules. Pee-pee, water, and towel. Understand? Everywhere I turn, there's cheese. <laughs> it was about having it all. Pee-pee. I think I'm going to kill that woman. Do that kitchen. <laughs> Until it was all swept away. We have landed on a deserted island. Produced by Vaughn, but written and directed by Guy Ritchie. I can't, you can't convince me they're not the same man. Swept Away is actually a remake of the 1974 Italian film of the same name. Uh, and stars Adriano Giannini. Adriano. Adriano Giannini, <laughs> the son of the star of the original film. And has, has, has nepotism working out. 
<laughs> it's it's, it's like nepotism, but sort of un uh, unwanted by the sun. <laughs> just, guy, sun. just guy Richie going. Hang I on. thought you meant the British tabloid newspaper, The Sun. <laughs> this is the kind Probably of nepotism though. even they wouldn't get behind. Well, if they're giving it to a, a foreign Italian man, you understand why the son <laughs> wouldn't want anything to do with it. Uh, also, Richie's then wife, Madonna. Ah. Yeah, she is in it. So this is actually the third time Richie directed his uh, his ex-wife uh, after directing the music video for her song, What It Feels Like for a Girl, and a mm. short film called Star with Clive Owen, which was part of an, oh. onli- an online series to promote BMWs. Oh, I love that. Art... Art and public need. The twain oh. has met. Finally, somebody has figured out a way to navigate these crazy commercial heavy times we live in to produce real art that also encourages people to buy BMW. The webisode. <laughs> the webisode. The medium is perfect as well. And this is like, <laughs> like this is predating 2002's Swept Away or 2005, whatever I said earlier. I, I didn't. I Fine. Care. I don't fucking care. Um, so this is early noughties webisodes, so it must have been four minutes long and taken a yeah. day to download. I remember webisodes back in the day. They were seven seconds long, and um, occasionally <laughs> there'd be an MSN article telling us that what we really need to do was watch these webisodes. Yeah, I think 2004 is round about the time I'd be watching Rather Good and just praying yeah. that this entire two-minute dumb song actually manages to load without me needing to update Java. Yeah. Whilst also hoping that one day it gets uh, either optioned or plagiarised for advertising purposes. Uh, and I think both in the end. So it's been very Both good in the us. end. I mean, really, in the long term, what's the difference? Fuck what, the system. The, 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 please pay us. Be, be, be. Please, please pay us, me. though. Please yeah. rip us off. Um, <laughs> and then they decided to make Swept Away. Yay! Thank God they Woo. did. Yeah. The film's, film's working title was Love, Sex, Drugs and Money. But the producers insisted they grow up and call it something good. What? <laughs> or accurate in any way something like what the film should be about <laughs> operative word it should he was just reading his shopping list out and uh, a screenwriter picked it up it's very unfortunate oh, so dear. they just used the first part of the title of the original film the, the shopping so- list they called it booze slags and full <laughs> shopping bags full of prosecco that is yeah, I, now that's I'm a guy Richie title <laughs> <laughs> booze slags and shopping bags he'd make Brad that Pitt in a heartbeat it. yeah <laughs> Who's the source of all this information? IMDb? Ignore all of that. Yeah. If you're new to this podcast. <laughs> Ignore all of this. Yeah. Speaking in 2017, Richie says that he was worried about getting stuck in his particular genre of gangster movies with Jason yeah. Statham in it, and that he had made a misstep. His next film after this was a gangster film with Jason Statham in it. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, it's okay to just do what you have always done. <laughs> Sometimes you just stick with your niche. Yeah, and you'll you'll find out more about that in 2026 uh, when we come crawling back to Adam Sandler films <clears throat> and the desperate hope yeah. of getting Jenny Sons to look at us again, but she won't because she's too disgusted with our attempts. Just even sneer at us, Jenny. <laughs> don't you dare use that <laughs> reference <Meme. Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> you, don't, you haven't earned the right. Ah, uh, but tell you what, critics don't want to have an, an orgy with you, Captain. Oh. Impish film critic for the Rolling Stone, Peter Travers, <laughs> said, <laughs> No yacht was harmed during shooting. It's the movie that's the shipwreck. Peter Travers? <laughs> you fucking lunatic. Oh my god. You and me There's are no done, mate. stopping him. The film's done. It's, it's a shipwreck, like, like he implied. 
Fine. Oh, I I get it. That's good. I thought that was a threat of violence. Uh, Nobody's going to be able us. to come back to that. Well, I interpreted Damn, that boom, that way, but son. it was actually just an absolute solid gold put down of this movie. He fired a flare through my butt. But what do you mean? God. Ass. Such a shame he didn't live at any point during the same time as Letterboxd, because that's exactly the kind of thing that that particular medium of young people is looking for. It's such a shame that Peter Travers never lived. He was never, it never alive. <laughs> it's just a figment of our collective cinematic imagination. But that's what makes him beautiful. That's a testament to how thing. far imagination can take us, yo. <laughs> At least as far as Rolling Stone. <laughs> Public, meanwhile, felt like playing Get Fucked Quick with Imelda Marcos. <laughs> Don't we all? Bushcrafter Kev on Google said, Bushcrafter Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's see what Kev has to say. Oh, please. It's been too long. All right. Let me try and affect Bushcrafter Kev's sort of character here. Okay. I'm assuming he's going to be okay. Don't understand what all the bad reviews. I guess that's trendy folks who didn't actually watch the movie <laughs> or want every movie to follow the same formula, happy endings, etc., etc. The acting is way above average, to say the least. And the story is great. Refreshing to see something that doesn't rely on special FX or CGI to impress. And the contrast between Madonna's character as her situations change is brilliant. If you, if Matthew Mahogany, actual spelling, had been in it, <laughs> he would have done it no better and the film would have got Oscars galore. All in all, one of my fave films. What a shame the critics have so much power. And this is one occasion they are very wrong. I love... The character you've created, <laughs> paired with the line that swept away is one of my favourite films, is <laughs> is just a whole world of cognitive dissonance that I'm not ready to it's delve very into good, at this actually. stage. <laughs> I think it, it is touching on all the right emotional levels. You slags! I found it. Bushcraft Kevin. be a very interesting deconstruction. I'm turning into my... Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't mean Does, to. There's Bushcraft Kev. To. Wear a t-shirt that says Bushcrafter on it, and there's a, a lady's pubic hair region on it. Because it, sound, it sounds like official Bushcrafter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as a as a teen, I uh, I spent some time wearing a t-shirt uh, with Supermodel Scout Uh-oh. on it. But the problem was, ah. the problem was, Paul, I was doing it ironically, and I d- it didn't enter my head that nobody <laughs> else you... would get that. <laughs> Did you explain that to everyone you saw? Hi, folks. If, Just uh, wanted to come over and explain the t-shirt. You've, you've already done us. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Busy restaurant. <laughs> it's a busy restaurant, and I've got a lot of people to explain this to. No, I just wore it and assumed that everybody would get the joke. Bubble, mate. <laughs> yeah. Look, the whole job of a teenager is to construct a very careful layer of irony that they assume everyone is engaging with. I'm not unconvinced that all te- teenage slang is being engaged with ironically, and it just happens to stick. Nobody says based. Nobody says based and means good. It's a madness. It's a sickness, as David Lynch would say. And we should beat you out of them. That's right, younger generation. We're coming for you. We're coming for you right now. I'm on my way. Um, Now, look, I've just tried to paste the entire cast. The entire cast of Swept Mm. Away into the Threeman database. And it's struggling to deal with both Madonna and the other guy. The fact that you've been doing this whilst we're recording and your computer is running like multiple operations at the same time is just, <laughs> it shows a great faith in us and your computer and the world. <laughs> Considering its inability to re- to recognise and respect the irony of a teenager, um, you're asking an awful <laughs> lot, mate. And I, I am. do love it. I am. It's really beyond the, uh, the pay grade of an Asus Vivo book. An Asus Vivo book, though. 
Oh, now we're talking a whole different generation. Right, it's Smash managed it. Okay, thank God. It's added those seven <laughs> people to the list. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Oh, some of them might be at the very least two men. Tell you what, usually I just try and half-ass the plot whilst I do this, but instead, I'm actually just going to sit quietly here whilst I work out how many three men there are. What do you mean you should have done it before the podcast started? I was at Birkbeck University, mate, watching yeah. a film not start. <laughs> watching noted film historians try to get a movie to play. How did you spend your Friday night? Uh, historians, there's a problem, mate. You ever seen Simon Sharma use a battery? I don't know what he's fucking doing. <laughs> Oh, he's a genius, though. He's a wizard with that thing. Oh, fuck. Tell you what, mate. Uh, fill the time with whatever it is you'd like. All right. Um, well, that was the only sort of sexist chauvinist T-shirt I wore expecting <laughs> society to sort of go along and under- with and understand it. All the rest um, were in spite of society, aggressively trying to. <laughs> including this one. It. That just says, <laughs> ladies, with a suggestive face. And I just sit there waiting Ooh! for everyone to get triggered. Uh, That's right, oh. I'm a bad person now. You're so outrageous. I'm so outrageous. I'm so insecure in my position. That I literally think everyone's out to get me. <laughs> right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to report these... Um, People to live. the police. <laughs> You're going to report all of this to the police. No, these three men are coming at you live, mate. Elizabeth <gasps> Banks. That's right. Elizabeth Banks. That's oh, right. Elizabeth shit. Banks. Elizabeth fucking Banks. Elizabeth motherfucking Kids. Banks. Uh, she was in Movie 43 and The Happy Time Murders. Why not oh, try and reminisce about her being in either of those? Because I oh, don't yeah, remember sure. either of those. Ooh, Movie, movie 43, 43, mate. Oh, she was all through that. Um, as for The Happy Time Murders, I, I remember that slightly more. But I'll tell you what I remember yeah? even more than those. Your chauvinist t-shirts. My childhood, mate. Full yeah. of chauvinism. Oh, yeah. shit. All right, here we go. She played okay. Jenny. Jenny in the Jenny. Happy Time Murders. Okay. Oh, Jenny. Jenny. And in movie 43, ba 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 what year did it come out? There it is. Amy in the segment Beazle. Oh, her boyfriend had a, a weird cartoon cat that kept licking itself, and she wanted it to get thrown out. It was like the credits movie. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. That was really wonderful. Who played the boyfriend, I wonder? Was it uh, Neil Maskell? <laughs> Kill it's Neil Maskell. Oh, James Gunn directed that segment. Fuck me, uh, that movie. How it's like the Epstein Papers. Happen? It really is. It's just a horrible revelation after horrible revelation. Here we go. It's Josh Duhamel oh, played yeah. uh, the guy. I couldn't. Yeah. So generic, I couldn't even figure out which of them it was. Jesus, if Paul's calling you generic yeah. <laughs> with his uncanny ability to recognize white men, then you got problems, pal. All right, that's it for three men. Yeah. Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free, free, yo. Films are shit, mate. If you, Josh, why don't you, why don't you try uh, losing, losing a bit of uh, muscle there, growing a debonair moustache, and uh, starting your own movie podcast? Nobody's done that yet. Or you could lose a tremendous amount of weight and just look really gaunt and frightening like Scoot McNary. Ooh, people like that. His face is becoming borderline recognisable now. <laughs> since he started that whole sort of heroin chic look he's got going. Ooh. That was, that was Proto could, back when I knew him. Back when I knew could, Scoot. Could, could just be heroin. It might be. Rich people are fantastic. <laughs> They're so good. Ugh. 
I love the way that heroin allows them to remain rich people. And that's why now, Swept Away is my favourite film. It's my favourite film. Swept Away has 5% on Rotten Tomatoes, Ooh. 18% on Metacritic, a pitiful Ooh. 55% on Google, and yes. it won five golden raspberries. Did we have a jingle for that? Um... What a bunch of shit. Yeah, five awards, including Worst Picture, Worst Remake or Sequel, Worst Director for uh, Guy Ritchie, Worst Screen Couple for Madonna uh, and Giannini, uh, and Thank Worst you, Actress for Madonna, which actually was a tied award with Britney Spears for Crossroads. Good Lots stuff. And punching up did there. I, and I think I read that Madonna also pe- pecked up. She pecked right up with the award for yep. Worst Supporting Actress. For Die Another Day. For Die yes. Another Day. She was also nominated for Worst Song for that, but it lost to something else. I forget what. Shame. I think we discussed me being relatively uh, happy with the Die Another Day song. I'm still not, but I'll tell you what I have done an Uno Reverso on, and mm. that's uh, Jack White and Alicia Keys' uh, uh, yeah. Another Way Another Day to Die. Mm. Another Way to Die, I think it was, yeah. which is from Quantum of uh, Saliva. Oh... Question of sport. Question of sport. <laughs> Ali McCoy's he's back, everyone. <laughs> he's back and he's after you. That's a uh, Madonna, for no one. Guy Ritchie was also nominated for Worst Screenplay, but lost to George Lucas and Jorge Lucas for Attack of the Clones. Fair. I'll defend that. Jack, my old housemate, recently sent me a 12-hour-long video essay about The Phantom Menace. I cut right to the conclusion in which he talked about how much he loved it because of what it added to the law, and I st- closed it immediately. <laughs> yeah. That's a and long... Have... If... <sighs> it was like... The, that was the thing, though. It was like uh, peacocking, I think they call it. Mm. You know, it's like, how do I get the algorithm to notice me? I'll make the longest Star Wars video, and then cut to the end, and it's like, Jesus Christ, I'm glad I didn't watch 12 hours in order to get to that conclusion. I wouldn't even want to watch a 12-hour video of... These are all the people that want to sleep with Paul Goodman. I just wouldn't Ugh. like a lot to cover in twelve hours, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, some would say it's too short and doesn't give everybody. You're not even getting out of Europe time. with that. <laughs> Could Ugh. be some people. <laughs> oh god! Well, apparently, when the film's original, the original film's director, uh, Lena Wertmuller, the most German-sounding mm. Italian you'll ever meet, uh, <laughs> when she saw it, uh, also first woman to be nominated for Academy Award, I believe. Ooh, yeah, for directing. I believe that a couple in the actress category before that, but well, not considered. many. But yeah. Gregory Peck won like three times in a row. <laughs> God damn it. The injustice <laughs> of it all. Um, she apparently saw the film and then left the cinema crying, what did they do to my movie? Why did they do this? What's the source of this? IMDb. Ignore that last part. <laughs> no, you know what? Fuck it. That, even if that's not true, it's too true not to be true. So I'm yeah. going to print the myth. <laughs> exactly. It's like when we all made t-shirts about, um, oh, Fuck, I wish I could ever remember his name. Every time I try to make a reference to the original Scoot director McNary. of Bad Lieutenant. Scoot McNary. Oh, Abel Ferreira. Abel Fer- I thought that's what it was. And then I thought, no, is he the guy <laughs> from Hot Shots Part Deux? No, I don't think it's it Abel is. Oh. <laughs> oh, Miguel Ferreira. Miguel Ferreira, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sweet oh, boy. Man. But, um, sweet yeah. Boy. Abel Ferreira or whatever. War. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly Two is. years... Two years later, producer Matthew Vaughn directed Layer Cake, and the rest is film history. He's married to Claudia Schiffer. Matthew Vaughn? Yeah. Appreciates his uh, desire to maintain the status quo. (laughs) Sincere support of austerity policies. (laughs) Oh, God. So, So Paul, you nature boy. 
It's got a fucking chimney, Anthony. <laughs> What's one thing about swept away that made your loins burn with desire, you create with crazy passion, like a sickness, etc.? Mate, on this boat, uh, there is a crew. And in this crew, yes. well, there's a kitchen. In this crew, there there's is an a tree. Kitchen. And on this tree, there is a branch. And on that branch, there is <laughs> an Italian. Thank you for making me think of a better film. And in this <laughs> in this kitchen, Paul, there's a Guy Ritchie movie yes. happening. Oh, don't go in there too oh, often. Shit. It's gonna fit fucking... on this branch. There's Guy Ritchie, and then Guy Ritchie. <laughs> there is Madonna, apparently. If you there is that a slag. Oh no, that's not. It's not unfortunate timing of our two jokes. <laughs> oh it's no! Not, All not I'm saying is there is photographic evidence to suggest that Madonna was pegging Guy Ritchie. But hey, <laughs> that's the first thing say. that's had me respect. That's the that's the first golden ray of sunshine I've seen in that relationship. From fair, what I've seen, fair play. Um, Fair play. Fair I sex thought play. you were going to say photographic evidence that she was a slag, which, as we know, <laughs> is not the same as a slag. Being a slag isn't a metric uh, quality. Uh, I think we should reclaim slag from, from Ray Winston. <laughs> <laughs> it can mean whatever we want it to be, children. I think it can. And that's my problematic new t shirt idea. <laughs> no, it's ironic, so, kind of. We start with a reminder of how Guy Ritchie used to shoot things. It's basically the same, but more gold. Oh no! Yeah, it is actually exactly the same. It's the same, but now it looks slightly yeah. less like a karaoke video. <laughs> yeah, because then we see what is this B-roll behind the scenes? Oh no, this is the movie. Yeah, right. it looks like he's found old deleted scenes from Woody Allen movies and, and stitched <laughs> it all together. Um, yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Home movies of Woody Allen. That's how disturbing <laughs> it is. <laughs> Oh, but Paul, you're 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 avoiding the fact. Oh, we love this movie, by the way, everybody. So don't worry about that. Uh, you, oh, you're avo- that. you're you're ignoring the fact that there are so many really well-rounded characters uh, stepping onto screen now. I did not fly all the way from New York City to wherever the fuck we are to get on that. How many vacations have you actually enjoyed? Because it was your idea to try something new. New? Tell me how new does that look? It's got a fucking chimney, Anthony. Well. Yes, we meet we meet Giuseppe, the oh. lowly fisherman who's got to wait on Madonna's needs. Um, oh. And then at that point, Guy Ritchie tries to get some energy going, and oh boy, the transition whoosh sound effects! That's that's <laughs> fantastic. Certainly. Ah, during the first series, Ray, what happened? She's crazy, that woman. What was she screaming about? Wait here. I thought she would like that. Me bringing the gin to her. Well, I wasn't very happy. Mm-hmm. It's love that. Fantastic. It's blamtastic. It's fantastic. That's all the words I know. <sighs> so yeah, we're gonna meet Richie's writing this movie. We're gonna meet her entourage. Elizabeth Banks is here. Maybe she's mm-hmm. got a cocaine bear with her. No. Maybe know. she's she's Maybe she's, she's pitch perfect in this. Maybe mm, Maybe she's Zach and Miri made a porno. <laughs> One good hope. Also, we have uh, Gene Triplehorn, who's been in lots of stuff, but to me will always be the mean boss from Sliding Doors. Oh, never seen that. Oh, oh it was lovely, I think. I haven't watched it since the 90s, but mm. in, in my head, that movie is the 90s. And that's how I got busy living on the zigzag. So... <laughs> that's how I got busy in the noughties. Oh, shit, oh, son. Got Bruce Greenwood. Yeah. Millionaire oh man. yes, yes, the man who tends to play husbands who drop dead or under mysterious circumstances in Double Jeopardy and Gerald's Game. Oh, he 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 looks like the kind of guy that would have been featured topless throughout the eighties. Ah, oh, nice mate. Oh, I love that, and I love that I Bruce just, Greenwood energy. 
I just saw that he was a two-man, but I can't remember what the other thing was. Find out yourselves, OG team. <laughs> Come through our episodes to see if we happen to mention Bruce Greenwood. With our online, shareable, customizable, uncopyable <laughs> three-man spreadsheet. We haven't frozen <laughs> the filters, so uh, get ready to create oh God. chaos. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, hold on, I'm, I'm curious now, and I, I feel like it's cruel to not tell the OG team. Um, because this is literally the only way of finding this out reasonably. It's the only reason they listen to us, so. Oh god, I've deleted a, uh, an entry. Oh god, I've deleted two. What's happening? Madison Autumn Miles nearly got taken out of the spreadsheet, my friend. You can't just spring that on me on air. I'm sorry, That's... man. Fuck. It's okay, it didn't happen. That's right, he was an iRobot. He played the asshole, you know, the... Ah, shoot! Sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit guy. Yeah. So, so he did, reprising his Where role. Where he died under mysterious circumstances. Did he? Yeah, well, Vicky killed him. Spoilers. Oh. It was mysterious for a second. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Anyway. Good. Yeah, so she hates her husband. She bloody hates him, mate. Movie has a go at some politics. Love that, love that nuance. You have to agree, it does raise an ethical question. The laws of capitalism are... Proprietor of goods can set any price that he or she sees fit and shall not be at the mercy of any moral or ethical issues. Yeah, whose quote is that? Mine. Well, the original was very political, mate. So, oh, um, it's very political. It is so. very political, which is why it's the inspiration from our favourite movie. My favourite movie. So, all right, so comedy's hard and politics are boring. How about Madonna's butt? Is that enough? Is that a scene? I guess. Is that a scene? It could be. Are we done? Okay, yeah? Yeah? Okay, brilliant. Yeah? Oh, wait, That's hang a on. Movie? Uh, Giuseppe. We'll get closer to the end. Come here. Oh, what's, what's an Italian? What's a slur for Italians? Guido? That's you. Yeah. Get used to hearing that <laughs> a lot. Yay! Love that. Love that. Low key racism. Low key. So. <laughs> hey, Guido! Guido! Yes, mother. When you've put that reptile down, can you empty the ashtrays? Basically, the rich people are awful, the righteous people below decks are snarky. Lasts about forty minutes. They're a guy Ritchie movie. Uh, and, and it's a guy Ritchie movie. And then yeah, Madonna insists on going out in a dinghy <laughs> against the advice of everyone else. And yeah, they get stranded at sea. They get stranded although at sea. For, although not for the reasons they warned her about. It's just a shit dinghy. Yeah. Just completely unrelated. So Joni enforces really her self confidence and self belief. I mean, to be fair, you probably argue that. You wouldn't just be like, Oh no, we can't I can't take her out in a dinghy. It's it's shit. <laughs> you'd make up something about you'd make up something about like a storm or something. Yeah, you'd give her something that she could refuse, or I don't, I don't know. Yeah, something that would get you. Well, we're we're thinking as if Giuseppe didn't secretly have the hots for her the whole time. He's we didn't cover Ooh. Paul, and the audit this isn't very fair, so the audience should probably know this. But um, uh, Madonna was um was uh, Madonna the person as opposed to the character she was playing was just just absolutely vicious and cruel to this guy and everyone, oh, yeah. men, women. Everyone loves that. Kicks so a, um, kicks a seagull, yeah, and it loves a, it. Then shits on it. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it spent so, some time on this. Yeah. Dinghy. So oh, my point being that he he wanted oh. to get her out lost in in the middle of the ocean pool because he, <gasps> he obviously secretly loves her. You know, take he's like oh, better only take a flare gun and my stinky fish swear onto the boat just in case there's tell. a time to get close to this diamond, this keeper. I can tell from all the racial abuse that this is a meat cute. So. Giuseppe! Giuseppe! Mr. Esposito! Mr. Esposito! Mr. 
You miss me? I wanted... I wanted to know if a storm was coming. <clears throat> ah. I can't see land anymore. Why haven't they come for me? The sea's a big place. Could take a while. A while. A while. <sighs> something in this plastic bathtub. I can't believe you came all the way out here without a fucking cell phone. So what the fuck is this, Popeye? A submarine? Hey, 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 be careful, woman. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Why do you have a gun on your ship, Pee-Pee? It's a flare gun. A flare gun? Huh. Hiding anything else you want to tell me about? I didn't know it was there. This isn't my boat. Give it to me. No. They spend some time on the dinghy. Mm-hmm. She's mean and naive, and he gets angry with her. It's great. It's really good. It's very satisfying. And it's very... It's just... It's everything you want to spend your life watching. Spend your only <laughs> life watching. And then, <laughs> yeah... The uh the boat sinks and they have to swim to a desert island. Oh. And yeah, you get the idea. She's uncharmingly mean without wit. He's blandly capable. They argue a lot until he slaps her across the face and demands that she be subservient to him. Yeah, and then oh. he slaps her a few more times. Good tack. Let's uh yeah. make her more sympathetic by having this guy just be an out- utter dick. Why do you keep assaulting me? The party's over. You wait on me now. Move. Here. You're hurting me. Move. But first, you must kiss the master's hand. What? Kiss it. Kiss it. You will be punished every time you disobey me. Because yeah. she deserves it? It's okay when they deserve it, right? Oh, it's okay when they deserve it. Especially... And, oh, and, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. And, 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 you know, he, he's, he's been romantic because he smells of fish. And he... Yeah. Oh, Paul, he... This is, this is very... This is very delicate now. But he goes as if to rape her, but waits until oh, yeah. she gets into it, like oh uh, yeah, like women do, and then he stops. And he's like, "No, you can't have this." Uh, yeah, he just, I guess he just he just wanted to sexually humiliate her to the point when yeah. she either was sort of as can happen in so many cases. And I'm, I love that Guy Ritchie's making me think about this, mate, and uh, bringing this up in this comedy podcast. Oh, yeah. um, the the body's sort of chemicals take over and sort of tricks the person into, you know, giving consent, which can be an utterly horrifying part of the overall recovery process. Yeah, right. Trigger warning on this episode. Um, or uh, she just lied because a very large, frightening man was holding her down. Uh, yeah. Either way, his job's complete. Also... She has had to call him master for a while and do everything he says under threat of physical violence or neglect that may well actually kill her. Mm. Call me master. Yes, call me master. Come on! Go, 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 wash! I want you to say thank you, master, for the privilege of washing your clothes. Thank you, master, for letting me wash your clothes. Hey, 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 hey. Where do you think you're going, eh? Oh, Pepe, I need to eat! Who is this Pepe, eh? Get in line, woman. I want this bottle filled with water. And be quick about it. Yes, master. Go on, impress me. Give me grapefruit juice. Master, please. Grapefruit juice. Find me some. But it's funny because it's happening to Madonna. It's funny because he goes away and he he, he it looks like he might feel bad about it for a bit, but then she comes back and and he goes, oh yeah, no, I'm right. Yeah. So, 
okay can we be equal equal now no and then that continues for about another 20 minutes she yeah well my favorite bit of that is when he um gets an exhausted and starving woman to sing and dance for food um it's funny because she can't do it very well because of you know how hungry and tired she is and how yeah demoralized and humiliated and um how this is but, um, how this is resembling the beginning of a romantic comedy, everyone. Because oh, spoiler uh, alert, um, you've had your trigger warning. Now it's your spoiler alert. They fall in bloody love, and it's hold great. on a minute, my friend. Not just yet, they don't. Because oh, but it's so even... it's so obviously going to happen. They can't get enough of one another. Now. <laughs> oh, there's a bit more development to go. There's a bit more meat cute. There's a bit more, you know, there's slap and tickle. A bit more horrendous traumatic abuse to detail yes because oh, even good, guy okay. ritchie realizes that this is too bleak best cuts for a really uncomfortable fantasy sequence of her dancing Yeah, just keep looking right down the camera, both of you. It's the only way to not make this horribly embarrassing. Like in Sucker Punch. You all remember Sucker Punch, right? From the future. Yeah. Ah, love that. Anyway, back to reality. Hey, remember you when you and your friends were modestly showing your bodies without deference to the men present? Well, now you owe me nudity. Do it or I'll fight you. And as as everybody expects, it works. It's very, it it's works. very good. Love it. Time check. Oh, man. Really? Really? I've got to say, the first forty minutes flew by, but now we've got, we've got an in, but now we've gotten into tone deaf Guy Ritchie's idea of um, sexual assault turning into romance. It's getting a it bit f- much. It flew by for me like a fridge would, <laughs> like An a fridge that's just fridge. on me. Spiegel and Spiegel plays. Oh man, I really hope I don't end up associating this piece of music with this film in the future. Um... I want to associate it with the very few other films that have used this piece of music, like In Praise of Love. The Officer's Ward, Wit, Jerry, Heaven, Dear Frankie, Time to Leave, Elegy, Burning Man, This Must Be the Place, About Time, Gravity, The East, Movie 43, The Way He Looks and You Won't Be Alone. Well, they're just one film. Yeah. So, I don't know. (laughs) Endlessly repeating in a void. To to be honest, mate, I'm a little disappointed as well that I have to, I can no longer uh, listen to the dulcet whistlings of Lovely Head by Goldfrapp and not think of Monkey Dust. <laughs> they took that from me. It took it from you. Now you're thinking of you will not be alone. So the next morning, after mm-hmm. he sexually humiliates her, she collapses at his okay. feet and starts kissing him reverently. Yeah. And he benevolently and patriarch- uh, sort of uh, patriarchally Badly. Uh, rubs, her, rubs her head. Yeah, and yes, as Wikipedia so lovingly describes, their relationship evolves into intimacy. Although I'm not sure the Wikipedia has correctly identified the direction of the evolutionary ladder. Yeah. Anyway, by somebody who's never even heard the word. Um, <laughs> I. Anyway, this this is this is difficult for me, Paul, because this film is shit, and it's not over yet. So that is a really tough spot to be in. But they're in love now. Because they stop oh, being mean to each other, which okay. is the only thing we've seen them do for the last hour. Hour, God. So oh, now they're just they're just no one. They're just two tan people who like beating fish to death, and that's that's the movie. Oh, I tell you what else I like, Paul. Oh, charades. 
let's play some bloody <gasps> charades and have a montage that goes on longer than any game of charades ever has in real life. Whoa. <laughs> I want like a montage of them dancing and playing and playing charades. Is that is that anything? What do you want from us? Is that anything? I've never I me, Guy Ritchie, has never made a film before. The other ones were <laughs> chance. The other ones came about by accident and have continued I left to the into camera the future. On and just lived my life. <laughs> Live my amazing, funny life that made good use of Jason Statham and Graham <laughs> uh, Stephen Graham. And Graham Stephen. The best thing about Guy Ritchie's life is that it happened. It did yeah. So they try to have they try to have the exact same conversation twice. Yeah, Graham Stevensing it as we call it. Graham Stevensing it all over the place, and Madonna mm. catches a fish. Oh, she's a significantly better person for having had all this horrible shit happen to her. He oh, hasn't yeah. changed. He didn't need to. He's perfect. No, well, you know, he's he's already attractive. Yeah. Well, he realized Madonna is hot, so therefore, oh. end of arc. He is he is less verbally and physically abusive to her, but then again, she is. Uh, she stopped resisting, so... She has completely given in to his superiority and authority, yeah. Um, yes, God help if um, she ever exerts her will again. Listeners Luckily at home trying to figure out which episode that happened uh, with me and Salt. I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> oh, God. I, w- I wonder mm. what might make me feel better about this film, and I do wonder if it might be if they do just die on this island. If it but just they... gets sadder and sadder until they die, but... Yeah, but they don't. Because a ship comes along with the cast that probably should have been uh. in an adapta- adaptation of Swept Away. Um, and uh, one of them looks but like she... Sophie Ellis-Bexter. And then I think the film yeah. ends. Well, look, she doesn't want to be rescued. Uh, because she, lit- she doesn't think that she can remain faithful to this guy in literally any other situation. If anything is an option, then she's going to take it. Why? This Instead is ridiculous. Why, why do you feel you need to... Like protect our love. It should be watertight. Well, you know, I don't want to throw the the the, the near rape and the torrent of sexual and physical abuse that you've yeah. been subjecting me to on this island <laughs> when I've had no escape uh, escape route or safety net. But um, oh, what you're going to throw that back in my face? That might have actually turned me around. If if they had been picked up and immediately Madonna was like, "Oh my God, thank God you're here. This man is a lunatic. Arrest him immediately. He assaulted yeah, me on that island. I just got him put great. in jail." That and then just went back to her exact same life. <laughs> just 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 racially abusing people. <laughs> that, like that's what Ru- candy, wouldn't it? That's what Ruben Austin would have done. It would have done, but why one better thing? But, but um, he has to know. He has to know. So he yells the ship over. Just, Oi! And mm-hmm. sure enough, she ditches him immediately. Yeah. Um, the people who, you know, her people try to give him a bunch of money, but he throws it away. Then he doesn't. Wow. He's got that money then. With all that money, he could really save his family and friends from a lifetime of, of that servitude that Bloody. he hates so much. Oh, he yeah. bought her a ring. Yeah. A ring in the context her. of the original film, probably. I, I haven't seen it, but if that did happen yeah. in the context of the original film, it would have been quite a momentous well, moment. Um, but in this film, uh, buys her a nice big ring. Buys her a big ring. And he, he tries her. to leave a message a message for her, but the bloody husband gets in the way. Oh, oh, no. And he prevents them from getting back together. Because truly, it is their love that has been revolved. <laughs> Which has been <laughs> Man of Wrath. <laughs> so, yeah, the movie ends. He's condemned to be poor oh, no. forever. She's condemned to be irredeemably wealthy. But at least they're both unhappy. 
If I, a guy uh, Ritchie joined. You could, you could sell that ring, though. Could have, if he didn't throw it in the fucking ocean at the last minute. If he didn't blue Valentine Idiot. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. There we are. Paul, yeah. what do you think has swept away? Is it great? Jesus Christ, mate. I uh, where, where to begin? Because... Um, <laughs> where to fucking begin? I almost don't know how to do this. It, uh, like, in... in 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 a way, I mean, the first forty five minutes was genuinely fascinating. Uh, it flew by <laughs> for me because I, I I felt like, similarly to Mean Girls two, every time I tried to <laughs> I went to write something down, the movie just moved past it. The difference mm. between this and Mean Girls two is, um, it after about three scenes, it was just the same three scenes over and over again of, uh, yeah, well, uh, Giuseppe that's... cops some racial abuse. He goes into the guy Richie kitchen, the guy Richie, yeah. and uh, yeah. and then he goes back out again. That's exactly the issue I have with the first 40 mm. minutes is that every single thing is just moment on deck with Horrible mm. Wife, moment in the Richin, and then that's it. That's the whole situation. And it's just over and over again. It's just it like, like watching too many 40 cooks. minutes. I couldn't just couldn't yeah. believe it. It was, it, was, it, was, it was baffling me. And, and I was entertained by how, bank, like, how bereft of anything. I just kept thinking, we got the drift. Yeah. so to speak we got the drift of this move on we know what's yeah. gonna happen do it it's fucking mental but the uh. but but it was still it was entertaining for me in the same way as watching something like birdemic and but it had the added the added ludicrousness of this being by guy Ritchie, who yeah. you know for, for snatch and lock stock uh excellent movies he's made a couple yeah. that i've quite you know i've liked a fair bit and yeah, he's made a few, and, and you know, the, even the worst of them nowadays are competent. And and this mm. is, it feels like the movie he yeah. made between the hours of seven and nine in the evening after finishing his day job when he didn't well, have quite as much energy. But this was his sole focus. He said that he was out of his depth. Yeah. I think he was, he, so to speak, and he he just um, he oh, wanted to do something different. He yeah. wanted to do a big glossy Hollywood movie because even Snatch still has that kind of gritty kind of you know lo-fi kind of handmade yeah. film feel to it yeah um so he wanted to do a big glossy production in order to branch out and he yeah. just couldn't handle it he didn't know how to cut a movie mm. like this he didn't know how to write a movie like this oh, god no because my god it's a romantic comedy that is not romantic at all it's the opposite oh. it's a horrible horrifying situation and it is not funny definitely not funny no yeah it, it, it's it's <sighs> Def definitely is right it was yeah I feel like I didn't talk about this movie after Nell and I finished watching it because it was just, yeah. it defied description for me. I couldn't articulate the yeah. depth that this movie took me to because, yeah, that you know, it's not funny. It's not interesting. The the, the attempts at political uh, oh, humor God. or even observation are just, it's the equivalent Basic. of beginning a talk with Webster's Dictionary defines anarchism yeah, as... You know, it's you know, oh, rich people should probably give some of their money to the poor. That's the level of engagement you yeah. have here. And like, uh, well, uh, I can't because I'm an evil capitalist. And, yeah, exactly. And, and she's just outright evil until she's not. You know, there's no nuance. Yeah, and you know, I I feel bad for the 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 fact that the majority of the hatred seems to have been heaped onto Madonna, um, yes. rather than Guy Ritchie. Um, and, yes, and, and, and like, or like that is uh something is important to acknowledge because he was the one yeah madonna showed him this movie and apparently you know because it's one of her favorite movies and guy yeah. and and you know they decided to make it and apparently guy Ritchie changed the ending and madonna wasn't too happy with not that changing the ending would have fixed the movie for me but um mm. so, but she you know she, this came out of a place of love 
and I, th- I think she doesn't she doesn't uh. she doesn't really act out <laughs> she hasn't really acted after <laughs> this right this and uh, no. the bond and 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 you know so she got off the raspberries and you know she's had her fair amount of criticism but she's very yes. difficult to bear on screen her nastiness is cartoonish yes she's she's the alan ford in this guy richie movie <laughs> she's just <laughs> snarling and vicious and ridiculous but then every Whilst character is not ridiculous. being terribly so, good yeah ex- <laughs> it has to be said like ex- i don't want to pile on it's a very cheap shot and an easy target and i don't believe in that but yeah oh it's a pretty rough performance it's it's pretty bad and there is you know the, the oh dear there are scenes when she's um spouting invective whilst also exercising on the bike and this this like uh grimace this little snarling grimace she has while she's delivering the lines is is so yeah. distracting oh, and it's man. it's it's just bizarre and it is the yeah. most bizarre thing in the well it's the most bizarre thing in this movie. It's not the most troubling thing in this movie. The most troubling thing in this movie is the heavy-handed way in which the the relationship was depicted because it's it's yeah, two yeah. just massive, massive punches in the face of, of you know the abuse one way and then the abuse of a different kind the other. Yeah, Jesus. And then yeah, romance. absolutely. And and and, and, and yeah. I was saying I was saying to Nell that it, it, like a movie that would tackle this would be looking at you know the abuse sort of interwoven into a relationship that had been building at the same time as the relationship where you know like a, rom- a romance may start and and then the you know, you know the abuse and the love and the dependency they sort of happen in conjunction with one another and but this one just tack- tackled three stages in these completely unnatural um, yes unnatural ways and and it didn't i, I don't know what the idea the bigger idea was what was what were they no there was not be that surely you can't be that tone deaf it was 20 years ago but no it was this was a vanity project abuse. yeah it is this is a vanity project between her and richie i i caught a uh a making of documentary yeah and unbelievably the the making of documentary had been set up like a vanity project like the <sighs> making of project felt like the movie it was God. full of montages it just had a bunch of stuff of Madonna and Guy Ritchie sort of having this yeah. really awkward dynamic with each other, but trying to play it for laughs and trying to be like personalities, like a reality show yeah. and just, you know, playing up the idea of the jealousy between like, you know, he's directing, you know, his wife with this gorgeous man kind of yeah. thing. And it's just, it's really cringy. And I think ultimately the whole thing just came from, this desire to make a movie that would be a vehicle for the both of them. Yeah. And it's so misjudged. Yeah. It's so terrifically misjudged. And for all of its shock value in the horrible moments of just the, the, the miscalculation of the mm. dynamic between them, it's just so boring. Yeah. It's so repetitive and uninteresting and embarrassing. Yeah. And it's just, it is. It really is one of the worst films. It's just. Yeah. It's quite impressive, really. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to diving into some of these again because I feel like maybe it's been a little while since we've yeah. watched something that really is this. Te- well, Mean Girls Two was pretty dreadful, but this was a theatrically released film. <laughs> yeah, was it? Because I, I I heard in in the UK it was released straight to DVD. Uh, I say I heard. Was... I read. Uh... Yeah. Well, it certainly was intended to be released cinematically, yes. unlike Mean Girls 2, which was made for home media. But yeah, oh but, dear, oh, dear, dear, dear. Misfire is is about right, and it is. I, I think I'm looking at my quick fires, and I have seven. 
And, okay. And I figure I have more than that. Okay. And my my notes, generally, I fit. You know, as a human being with a brain, I I do usually finish my notes. And and this mm. one, the my final note is. The 30, 30 to 40 minutes on the island feels like one big montage in order to, and then I didn't finish the sentence. I think I just put my <laughs> laptop down and, it, yeah. and just sat through the final 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, I'd, you know, I'd found some good things. That was, that was enough. <laughs> and it was yeah. just an experience. You know, we, yeah. did we finish, was it a, a Sandler movie or Phantom Menace where we finished and just in silence? Yeah, I think it was Jack way. and Jill. Yeah, where we were just yeah, we were we seemed genuinely annoyed and unhappy. Yeah, and just Broken. yeah, couldn't deal with anything. Yeah, it was a similar feel. I yeah, left my flat and had to do things that evening. <laughs> yeah, and it just yeah, it was a drain. It really was a drain of energy. It really oh, was. Dear. But let's get to those seven quick fires. Let's uh, let's oh, quickly boy. quick fire this film. Okay. Quick fire. And I assume we can both start with uh, Lovely Head by Goldfrapp on the soundtrack. We absolutely can. It's wonderful. I love that track. Uh, Six to go. (laughs) <laughs> all right well let me uh do a little yeah, then oh i like the fact that when uh the um they're first being shown their room and this yeah. uh argument is being recounted i can't remember what it's about it, but it's not the exercise bike bit it's before that okay. um in the background behind madonna whilst this conversation is being had you can see a porter sort of visibly unhappy to be still holding the heavy thing oh, okay and that's that's quite an amusing background detail nice i like that um, yeah. When uh, the first or the second time Giuseppe goes into the kitchen to talk to mm. the captain and and the cooks, uh, the, the captain effectively says, um, "You know, it's not your job to do anything about the abuse you're copying. Our job is to smile like idiots." Yeah. And then the captain's smile is very good, like yeah, uh, um, yeah, representative okay. of the kind of idiotic smile he's supposed to give. And then in the next scene, he does go, he does wear that exact smile as he gets an intense dressing down. Why? Because they're rich, and all rich people are the same. Play funny little games. I see it all the time. Don't react. They get bored, and they change the game. Our job is to smile like idiots. The captain is Yorgo uh, Voyagis, or a okay. uh, Greek actor, and he is just one of my uh, quick fires. He's, okay, he yeah. was great. I yes. really liked him in pretty much every scene he was in. Great. And uh, God bless him for that. God bless him. Um, I also quite liked Elizabeth Banks. I thought, even though the dialogue they've given her and the character they've given her is nothing, like a mm-hmm. nothing character, yeah. you know, the idea is that uh, Goldhorn, or whatever her name was, she's meant to be a bit meaner than mm-hmm. um, Madonna, whilst um, Banks is meant to be a bit a bit Amanda Seyfried. Dumber. Amanda yeah. Seyfried from Mean Girls, that is not. Yes, exactly. Amanda yeah. in general. Yeah, so, yeah. But Banks, nevertheless, had some fun expressions, I thought, in mm-hmm. her various okay. scenes, and sort of, yeah, did some good comedy stuff, as you expect good. from Elizabeth Banks. Lovely. Um, yeah, God, their conversation at the dinner table really was vacuous, but not vacuous in the way they intended it to be. Um, <clears throat> there was a... I've got good goggle wipe with... <laughs> squeak. Some, oh, yeah. <laughs> was it Ma- Madonna with the goggles? Or someone? someone's talking and they, they wipe their goggles 
before mm. you know before before they say something else that's how conversation works um just Usually. without the goggles but there's a <laughs> there's, there's good comedic timing around getting that in in the middle of a conversation yeah <laughs> jason Statham. they he learned that from jason statham oh of course he did um oh yeah okay i think triple horn might say this um She's in the she's in the ocean, sort of wading around, mm. and um, just says to I think it's her husband, "Don't bother coming in, babe. It's really wet." <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's like a Woody oh, Allen that. line or something. Oh dear, That's a lot of Woody Allen talk for one episode, my friend. <laughs> Next yeah. week you don't get any. Oh. Yeah. And we're reviewing Midnight in Paris. <laughs> it's gonna be awkward, mate. Yeah. Um, I I think it's because I was thinking a bit of Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Um, uh, throughout this, and um, you know, you know, a film that's better than this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pepe's jumper was delightful. Got to thank Nell for pointing this out to me because I went, "Oh, that's a quick fire I can write down." I'll just re- crowbar <laughs> myself out of my stupor. It was a good, it was a good jumper. A, you're the real quick fire, and you wink. And uh, s- several hours later, you wake up. You come to. <laughs> yeah, she shudders and. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, okay, stopped. when the two uh, sort of staff people are looking in on mm. the ladies sunbathing, oh. Giuseppe comes in and looks and sees what they're looking at, and then he gets a pillow and does some nice, like, smacking them in the head with the pillow. Yeah. It's like beating someone enjoyed. with a rolled-up newspaper. It is, because it's quite like a, a you know, a lot of energy he's putting into it, but it's an inherently silly thing, so there's a nice yes. incongruity there. That's good. And you wouldn't find Alan Ford doing that. Just shoot mm. you. Just shoot you in the fucking face. Love. <laughs> Love. Mum. Yeah. Um, Mum. There was a... Uh, when they were in the shack, and it was probably just before they were playing charades, um, I don't have the exact timestamp, um, mm. but there was a brief exchange, uh, two or three lines ending with mm. Madonna's line. How would you know? You don't know anything about my life. You don't know anything about me. And it felt very natural for Madonna, those, those couple of lines. And I had a That's glimpse good. of just something. Just something A glimpse of something that below the sort of laminate surface of this yeah. thoroughly one-dimensional character. Okay, I'll have the opposite side of the equation then, because Adriano Giannini, he's okay, but he's not a very good actor. He's got a bit mm. of charisma to him. Mm. His character's awful, of course, but for the most part, it did feel like a performance. Like, he'd oh, yeah. been given things to say. But that worked in its favor when he was sort of supposed to be bad in the fantasy sequence where he's imagining okay. himself tossing Madonna overboard and sort of, you know, getting out of oh, knife yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. you know, taking over. It sort of has this dream sequence. And I think mm. there it did work and his sort of yeah. cheesiness was quite good. Yeah, okay. Anthony, help me! Sit the fuck down, rich boy, or you'll need all the drugs you got to ease the pain I have for you. Anthony! Shut up, bitch, and tell it to the fishes. Now Pepe is in charge. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, Italy looks nice, mate. What looks nice? Italy. Oh, you mean, like, yeah, I mean... Or, like, the, wherever the gorgeous... foreign country they filmed it. Whatever country they're in. Um, the sea looked gorgeous near mm. the island. Like, the mm. deep... The, the, the azure, mm. if you will. If you will. The Tim Tavare of it was just gorgeous. It was just this bright, shimmering blue yeah. ocean. Gorgeous. You could just see right through it. Mm. I'm, I'm, think, I'm also thinking of the street shots um, at the, like near the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, mate. Proper Italy. I've ne- never been, yeah. and I don't know if that was Italy, but it was proper Italy for me. <laughs> it was proper Italy. Now, this isn't quite a burger corner, but <laughs> once they all get rescued, he has served the worst-looking steak and chips I've ever seen in my fucking <laughs> life. You know those restaurants that inexplicably put an example of the dishes you can buy in shop oh, yeah. windows in London? Didn't yeah. they just look like old and cold and Fish grey? bin. Yeah, like yeah. It, unfinished from someone's table. That's what this steak and chips look like. And oh. I didn't know where else to put that, so I made it a quick fire. Now, was that in the pub um, that had ale pumps? Because No, that was just in the captain's table. After he'd been rescued, it was served oh, to him like, yeah, uh, on yeah, the yeah. ship. That's yeah. it. Oh, that Grey been... mass. That had been sitting in a bag to lure us a backward swimming shark to the <laughs> for ages. Yeah. LL Cool J done a Jeez. rap about it and everything. A wiki wiki. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. And that uh, was my last one. Off wow. you go, mate. Okay, my last one then. <laughs> um, the, 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 guy, the guy at the end with a bag of money appealing to Giuseppe. Um, Please do something meaningful in this movie. And um, uh, he gets thrown out of the, the bar by Giuseppe. And as he's sort of trying to appeal to Giuseppe, but like, you know, it's not a bribe. This is just something we're trying to, doesn't finish the sentence because Giuseppe does that sort of, this sort of intimidating, like, come on then. Uh, that, like, oh. that faint, that threat and the speed with which this other guy backs off and the, and the comedic timing of it was quite amusing. Quite and then amusing. the rest of the film happened. Oh, and here no. we are. <laughs> I love that, mate. Oh. And now that's, that's why we are where we are. Yeah. And you've got to appreciate that. Yeah. Right. Let's have a look at what it is they're talking about over at the OG team. And I love you. Oh, uh, that was that was to you. So if you can cut that out and oh, put okay. it in another bit or put it in and then I'll just, just re- record something else for the OG own, team. Like um, my own personal files. Like, oh, this is Brown's Du Bois. Mr. Brown Du Bois. They're going to love that, mate. It's what they're about all about. Okay. Right. Well, we've got one member of the OGT. Oh. Uh, getting in touch, and that is uh, Janelle at Nell Healed. What? What is going on? She's right there. No way. She's been behind me all this time, tweeting our secrets. All tweeting, tweeting out secrets. Tweeting, uh, secreting a, secreting a tweeter. Uh-oh. Um, uh-oh. Uh, Jupiter Ascending has had a decade of being perhaps unfairly the film I hate the most. Then on the 1st of February 2024, it's a whole new month. That's folks, why she asked for this, <laughs> this nasty flotsam swept it off the top spot. Wow. The one good thing, Mads Muscles. Uh, critics who comment, uh, comment on a woman's physique as part of their review can fuck right off. Although yeah. she has just done that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she mean like negatively. Oh, sure. Uh, like, uh, hey, you know, but, the, the... well... I think in any way, but, but, you know, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. I, I, we can yeah. all enjoy Madge's, Madge's Nadges. Please do, everyone. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the reviews where front and centre people are saying she looks like a, you know, yeah. what, whatever. As, as if that's, yeah, you know, yeah. why the film is bad. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's looking pretty buff. Yeah, looking good buff. On her. Looking good. Good on her. Good on her. And we've got to love that. Yeah. Thank you. Janelle Healed. Yeah. Thanks, Janelle. I think. She's giving me a thumbs up. It's probably meant for all of you. Fuck yeah. I think we're going to be hearing a lot more from that particular member of the OG team in the near future. (gasps) That's right. Everybody's favourite pool. (laughs) Everybody's favourite pool is coming back to a cinema near you. 
And whilst you're in that cinema, you can perhaps watch The One Better Thing. The One Better Thing. If you're very quick, very quick. So quick you travel back to 2016 for mine. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, you're going to have to try and remember what it was like a year ago or so. What? Yeah. Or maybe Why am I covered before. in gunge? <laughs> I don't know. That's your private life. I stopped asking. <laughs> um, well, for, for me, mate, it's, the, it's, it's 20 whatever's Triangle of Sadness by Ruben Ostland. Uh, because no. because I thought of it often during this movie, and it's almost as if Ruben Austin was watching the adaptation, the remake of Swept Away, and going, "I'm going to do the exact opposite of this and uh, make a good film," and yeah. uh, that's that's what he did. It's biting social commentary, ridiculous mm. satire. Um, yeah, uh, in doing exactly what satire is supposed to, ring of truth at the same time, and, and subverting. Turning, turning just about everything that the, the film sets in stone on its head, or the, what the film suggests on its head, keeping you guessing, keeping you excited, and keeping you just ever so slightly dying on the inside. It's just a retort de force. Yeah, I think it's it's the characters that it manages to do a lot better. Yeah, you know, within within that, compared to Swept Away for me, that's yeah. that's where they really sort of mm. the relationships and the sort of yeah. nature of the satire just felt a bit more developed and fun yeah. and enjoyable. Of that. For me, my favourite desert island movie, which is to say a movie set on a desert island, <gasps> not the movie I would take to a desert island, is, although I might. Yeah, I might. Well, you're not counting Muppets because although... that came out ages oh, yeah, yeah. before. Well, there's that. But also, you know, a bit of a fucking busman's holiday if I'm stuck on a treasure island and watch uh, on a desert island. If I'm stuck on the Muppets treasure island of Tim Curry and I'm watching movies about desert islands, I'm a fool to myself. But. Assuming that's not the case, and I'm just okay. on, a, I'm just on an Earth, watching a movie about a desert island. Okay. Then I'm gonna go for the Red Turtle Ooh. by Michael DeBock Dewitt. Beautiful. Yeah, an absolutely gorgeous film, animated, uh, French, uh, sla- uh, French slash Japanese film because it was a collaboration between, I want to say Studio Canal and Ghibli, okay. possibly. The studios. Or Canal Plus. I forget which is which. Uh, uh, in, in any case, um, it was a French-Japanese co-production, but under the book's sort of uh, creative freedom. Mm. And oh my God, it's just gorgeous. It's about a man who finds himself shipwrecked on a desert island mm. and through various sort of existential and fantastical journeys into himself, finds himself coming to terms with mm. his mortality and the sort of mystical nature of the world around him. It's it's beautiful. The portrayal of nature is fantastic, and it actually has a nice, very sweet and affecting romance in it. So, oh, you know, yeah, great. Check it out. Me- Check out the Red Turtle. I will. I've been meaning to watch it for some yeah. time. It is one of David's favorite films. Ooh. <laughs> what a mad dog! Get that David energy in you. Yeah, and that's the one better thing. Thing, 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 thing. The one better thing. Paul, how can people find out about the desert island we're stuck on? Help us, please. The desert island called life, called everyday life, which everybody else seems to be fine with. And we're quietly wondering if we're the insane ones, whilst also knowing that we're not. (laughs) 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 And that's called OGT Pod, motherfuckers. You can check us out on Twitter and Facebook, where we put out the call for the OG team on an episodely basis. Yeah, weekly, practically. Yeah, so if you've seen Swept Away and thought... Why didn't they ask me what I thought? And we say, did you go on uh, Twitter or Facebook? And you, and you said, no, but I did check X and Meta. And, and we said, did you 
did you really? And they went, no. Well, that's your problem. You got well, to go on there and you'll see the question and then you can tell us all the good things about the movies, such as yeah. Madonna's muscles. Muscles. You can't answer the question if you don't hear the answer. That was the wrong way around. But in many ways, it's truer than it would have been the right way around. It has that's to be true. a Guy Ritchie truth. I'm Paul Ritchie. I am trying to remember a Guy Ritchie movie a uh, joke that we made at the beginning of the episode, and I can't. Nah, it's, it's a very specific gone one. For it. Lost to the mists of time. We have a Patreon as well. But rem- uh, and remember, <laughs> the one good thing about Swept Away yeah. is that it directly inspired Ruben Austin's Triangle of Sadness and Michael DeWitt DeWint's uh, Red Turf. Nice, I knew it. Yay! Thanks all. Also matches abs.